we can't help but chuckle sometimes when we see people in the Gospels try and tell Jesus what to do. Um, but we, we, of course, have a, a um, better perspective of them than them to, to know who he is, know the fullness of, of Jesus and what he's trying to do. But um, time and again, you see people coming up and trying to dissuade him from this plan of action or tell him that this is the right way to, to go. But then, if you think about it also, who among us in our prayer sometimes haven't tried to tell God what to do or tell Jesus what we want him to do? Um, whether that's a prayer of, Lord, why on earth is this happening in this way? Or, Lord, I, I need this to happen. There's no way that I can get through this situation unless you give me this grace. It's a simple, well, I wouldn't say temptation. It's an it's a important response of our prayer to, to ask for things that um, we want, ask for things that we feel we need, um, and to be honest with God about our frustrations in that at times. But I wanted to look at um, the relationship of these men to Jesus and where they're coming at with this, um, this instruction that they give him today. So it's, it calls them some Pharisees come up to Jesus. So immediately by that term, they're not exactly identified as disciples of Jesus. Um, the, the Pharisees generally in the Gospels are the opposition. But they've come up to Jesus seemingly to do something helpful to him. And they say, go away, leave this place because Herod wants to kill you. Now, they may not be on Jesus' side as his followers um, wanting to take up the whole of his teaching and follow him, but they're probably not entirely on um, Jesus' opposition side either. You know, we, we see in the various things in the Gospels, there are, there are those Jews that are totally opposed to him, that want to kill him, that want to um, make traps for him at every step. Um, there are some that are actually disciples of his who want to follow him, and whether they do that openly or in secret. Um, but I feel like the, the, the vibe I get from these guys is that they're kind of on the fence. They're ambivalent, but they think that it's not such a bad thing that someone should die over it. They see that Herod actually wants to kill Jesus because of the, the um, uproar, the disruption to society that he's bringing, and they're just saying, like, Seriously, it can't be that important. Just, just go away, get out of harm's way um, so that you don't die. Um, it's probably easier for them to come to Jesus and tell him to go away than to go to Herod and try and dissuade him from wanting to kill Jesus. So they have some good intent, but they're not exactly committed to Jesus. And Jesus, though, is set on doing God's will. He knows where he's going. Um, the, the second part of our gospel today speaks beautifully of the love of God for which Jesus is going to his death because of his love and care for the people that he's determined um, to love them, even if that means that they're going to kill him. So Jesus is determined to do God's will. And this is what I would suggest is the kind of heart that we should have as disciples of Jesus. When we come to prayer, even if it's coming to God with a prayer of why are things happening this way or you should change things and make them this way that I think they are. We should come not with the presumption that we know what's best, that we know what God should do or how Jesus should lead us, but with an openness to letting Jesus lead us into God's will. If we are actually earnest about seeking God's will in our lives, if we're actually earnest in wanting to follow God's will, then there are going to be times when 
God's will is confusing, when we don't see how things are going to be playing out, when things seem frustrating or seem like they're all going wrong. And those are the kind of times when, when we, we want to tell Jesus what needs to happen, we want to tell God what to do. But the true heart of a disciple, though, can come to God in prayer, yes, being honest about the frustrations of the moment, but open with a soft heart to, to be taught by God, to be led by God, so that we can actually um, discover more of God's love as he leads us through this situation, rather than clinging to our presumption that things should be different, that our situation should be changed, but to go, you know, Lord, I'm open to seeing how you're moving here. Even if it's difficult, even if it's really challenging, um, I'm open to seeing your goodness and your beauty and how you want to lead me into the fullness of life through this challenging situation. So perhaps there's some prayers on our hearts at the moment like that, that are coming out of frustration or, or wanting... Um, to, to demand some action from God. Let's, let's bring those before the Lord honestly today, but let's do so with the soft heart of a disciple, ready for Jesus to show us the way of God's will to lead us and guide us in his love.